where I talked about the world from my perspective. <coughs> As an autistic Catholic, we'll look at pop culture, spirituality, politics, autism advocacy, whatever I feel like, wherever my whims take me. This week, I'm reviewing Bob Dylan's 39th studio album, Rough and Rowdy Ways. don't need to give you an introduction to Bob Dylan. He's 80 years old and his real name is Robert Zimmerman. His stage name came from his favorite poet Rob Tom Dylan Thomas. He's also the winner of the Nobel Prize for Literature. He performed at Woodstock and of course he was part of the supergroup The Traveling Wilburys along with Roy Orbison, George Harrison, and Tom Petty and Jeff Lyne. He and Jeff Lyne are the only two Wilburys left. I got into Bob Dylan as a kid. My dad was playing Rainy Day Women number 35, that song that everyone always gets wrong because they think the song is actually called Everybody Must Get Stoned. Yeah, it's actually called Rainy Day Women 35. Or Rainy Day Women number 35. I've heard it titled both ways. I didn't realize at the time that it was a song about pot. I thought it was a song about actually stoning people like you do in the Bible, throwing rocks at them. And that's something I came to like about Bob Dylan, is the fact that he's very counterculture. Um, that's just a product of him being from the 60s. Now, I have not, now before I go any further, I have not listened to every single Bob Dylan album. There are 39 albums counting this one. So it's going to be, I mean, so that would take a very long time. Especially, and that's just counting the studio stuff. That's not counting his live albums. However, I've been reading a book called The 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die, and I've listened to all the Bob Dylan albums that are in the book. He is the most referenced art. He is the second most referenced artist in the book, second only to David Bowie, who has eight albums in the book. Bob Dylan has seven. And these are the seven albums that the, that the book recommends you check out if you want to experience Bob Dylan at his best. The free, and I'm going to do this in chronological order. The Freewheeling Bob Dylan, Blonde on Blonde. No, wait, no, let's start over. The Freewheeling Bob Dylan, Bringing It All Back Home, Blonde on Blonde, Highway 61 Revisited, Blood on the Tracks, Time Out of Mind, and Live 1966. He's gone through different periods in his music. There was even a time when he professed Christianity, and that gave us the great song, Gotta Serve Somebody. And I think that the date that Rough and Rowdy Ways has been released, Juneteenth, is actually important. Now, Bob Dylan obviously couldn't have predicted that Trump would hold a rally a racist rally on June 19th, but here we are. And Bob Dylan has always wanted to remind us that, as he once famously sang, the times they are changing. He didn't. And sometimes we have to make that change. 
So why do I think the day is so important? June 19th is June Juneteenth, also called Emancipation Day. In June, on June 19, 1965, the Union Army announced the end of the Civil War and the Emancipation Proclamation. Now, it had actually been issued two years earlier, but the Civil War got in the way, so they couldn't get the word out to all the people that it was time to free the slaves. And Texas was chosen because it was the most remote state. Major General Gordon Granger had to travel to April, Texas to read the proclamation to let the slave owners it was time to free the slaves. That's, in my opinion, why Dylan chose the day and why it was atrocious for Trump to hold his rally on that day. Actually, no, he held it yesterday. That would be the day after Juneteenth. Still a bad day to do it because I've heard that the festival can go on for more than one day. Dylan has always been our conscientious observer. I don't know if this is considered 100% protest album, but there are some songs on here that I would certainly qualify as them. There's 10 in all. It lasts about 70 minutes. So let's go over the album, and I'll tell you track by track how I feel about it. Now, I'm going to use for my rating system the same rating system I use when I review albums on Amino. On, when I do it there, I use a letter scale. Starting at A, that's the best scale, then I mean, that's the best rating. B is pretty good, C is average, D is disappointing, and F is don't waste your time. So, let's go track by track. The first track, I Contain Multitudes, is a reference to Walt Whitman's poem. Uh, Song of Myself. And it feels autobiographical. And it just like uh, the song My Back Cages, which was later covered by the birds. And um, this is... This song represents one of my problems with the album, but it's not a huge problem. Um, I have, you have to understand that, yes, Bob Dylan is 80 years old, so a lot of times on this album, his age does show. It, it isn't that bad on some tracks, but, it's, but on most tracks, it's there, and in some cases, it can be kind of distracting. Next, we have False Prophet, which was one of the singles for the album. Um, it's one of the best. It's a nice bluesy song where he calls himself a prophet, but he doesn't want to be the false prophet. He says he's the enemy of treason. I have to wonder if this is one of the protest songs that he's so famous for doing. Um, and I think it's one of the strongest songs on the album. Next is my own version of You, which is seems to be about him making some sort of a Frankenstein monster. And it's got a really nice sense of humor to it. Uh, next up is I've Made Up My Mind to Give Myself to You. Um, this is one of the songs where his age really does get in the way. It doesn't stop me from enjoying it. But 
I had a little trouble understanding him. I mean, that's kind of I mean, that's kind of the thing about Bob Dylan for for some people that his voice can be a bit off-putting. It's been lampooned quite a bit over the years. In fact, I sometimes even had not had a tendency to make fun of it myself. Um, number five is Black Rider, which I'm thinking kind of kind of makes me wonder if he's making a reference to the Grim Reaper. Um, I don't know if this is going to be his last album or not. Um, but I'm really hoping that it's not. But if this is a bad out, al- this is a last album. This might be a good album to go out on. Uh, next is Goodbye Jimmy Reed, which I think is meant to criticize evangelical Christianity. It sort of seems that way. Then we have Mother of Muses, which is a uh, ode to inspiration, it seems like. Uh, Crossing the Rubicon again seems to be referencing his Christianity. Like I said before, there were there was a period during the 80s where Bob Dylan did record music that had more of a spiritual bend to it. Um, I don't know if he totally left Christianity or if... I mean, because Bob Dylan's the kind of person that really doesn't like being put into a box. And I like that about him. Then we have what I think is the weakest track, Key West. I don't know if it's just my feeling about just his age getting in the way of the song again, but the song just feels kind of boring to me. And then we have the longest track on the album, which isn't even a song in my opinion. It's more like a spoken word track. It's all about the murder of John F. Kennedy in 1969, I believe it was. Um, So I'm going to give this album maybe an A-, B+, somewhere around that range. I guess that's a good rating to give it. I wasn't expecting something as good as Blonde on the Tracks or Highway 61 Revisited. Definitely not Blonde on Blonde. Um, I was just expecting good music and that's what I got. So that's why I'm giving it the B+. Um, You can find the album on Spotify right now and I would highly recommend you check it out. So that's it. This has been Jason Thayer on the Catholic Spectrum. You can follow me on Facebook. You can follow me on Amino, where I am known as Radical Edward. My email address is rocklobsterjwt at gmail.com. I'm also at Radical Edward. JWT at gmail.com. You can follow, you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Castbox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Cast, Spotify, and TuneIn. Please rate or review this podcast, share it around with your friends. Join me next time, where I'll be reviewing the Superman comic book Superman Smashes the Clan. Until next time, remember to be excellent to each other.